0: The New Zealand Tech Podcast. Brought to you by Guerrilla Technology. Proactive and strategic IT. Well, welcome along to this special edition of the New Zealand Tech Podcast. This is episode 277. I'm your host, Paul Spain, and in this edition, I'm joined by Tom Warren, Senior Editor at The Verge. Uh, We talk through the highlights of Microsoft's Build Conference, which we both attended in San Francisco, that includes looking at the Windows 10 Anniversary Update, uh, Windows Inking, Cortana developments, and of course the Hololens technology, which uh, which we spent some time with during build.
1: Alright well let's uh, let's jump in. All right right now we're here with uh, Tom Warren from The Verge uh, in London we're uh, we're here at Build 2016 how are you Tom Not too bad not too bad just getting ready to leave really. Yeah you're yeah, you're, on a f- a f- you're on a you're on flight out
2: shortly right Yep since was it 3pm now so 6 6pm 6 Yeah Done and dusted for another year.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you've been following Microsoft for, for quite a long time, and with The Verge, that's really your focus is on on Microsoft. Yep, that's my beat. Yeah. Um, big highlights here for you. Where what uh, what features is it? Uh, yeah, is
2: it, it was more of a. I think it was more of a quiet build this year. Um, obviously, last year we had the Windows ten. Uh, uh, Windows ten was basically coming out last year, so. This year it's like uh, they've got the anniversary update. They had the Bash command line, the Linux command line for Windows ten, Hololens a little bit, um, and just some of the. I think the main the main thing of it trying to get the devs back to using Windows as their main machine and stuff. So that was the kind of I guess the highlights for me. Um, yeah, and the Windows the Windows ten update um, anniversary update should we say so. That's their new it's, naming that they've yeah, uh, they've they've announced this week. I don't know what it'll be called the the year after. Like if they're going down the wedding track, or I don't know what's happening. But yeah, um, yeah interesting naming. But na- naming aside, um, they 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 showed off a few of the features during the keynote. Um, I don't think they showed off enough. Like I think they should have showed off a little bit more. I know they've got a bunch of features planned for the summer for this update, and they've obviously got a second update coming. We're not quite sure when that's landing, but I think that second update's going obviously you know, be the bigger one. but um, And we don't really know the timing of that second update, do we? We're not no, 100% sure. No, this first update sounds like it's coming in summer, probably in July, probably, probably late July anniversary. Winter, winter, winter for the for the other half of the planet. Uh, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so one of the things that they showed off was Windows Inc., um, Kind of interesting, they've obviously had inking in Windows for years, like going back to even like when Bill Gates introduced Windows XP Tablet Edition in like 2001 or something. With a stylus, yeah, and all that sort of stuff. They've they've always had this, well, that was Gates' dream was to have the tablet and the pen and stuff. Um, But I think they've, over the years, they've never really fully committed to it. Um, They've had... The, the support within apps and that sort of stuff but never really across the OS. So I couldn't pick up a, a tablet and then just start drawing in like the areas where you might expect to. And But they re- seem to be
1: getting it right? They, they, seem, yeah, to they seem to be making some sort of they steps, they steps forward in terms, terms steps. of um, you know, really getting to that point where you could just you know grab your stylus, yeah. wouldn't matter what app you're yeah. in and just start drawing. I exactly, mean we we'll still have yeah. this kind of odd thing today where you've got you know, a keyboard area on the screen, which yeah. is actually where you write, rather than yeah, just exactly. writing in place where you want to write. Yeah, you know, one or two apps like One Note, but yeah. other than that, but um, yeah, that, I mean, what did you see there that sort of got you thinking that they're think heading the in the right direction? The most
2: exciting thing is probably the ruler, which sounds insane, but yeah. uh, <laughs> it's a virtual ruler, and it's like probably the coolest thing that they showed during the, the demo of the Windows 10 stuff. Um, Essentially, you could you touch it with your two fingers to, to, to move it around, and you can obviously create straight lines, which obviously is very difficult with a pen right now. Um, it's even a bit difficult with a pen in real life, but yeah. whether it's virtual or not. Um, and that, so that was cool, and that, that's, like, that's a thing that every developer would to have in an app. Um, just by adding a couple of lines of code
1: and, you know, it's, it's there and you can use it. So good for sketching apps and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and there was an example with some sort of a stencil as well, wasn't there? It wasn't a straight yeah, ruler. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I, I think that's going to be super interesting. Um, but I think the stu- the more interesting part of Windows Ink, I was speaking to one of the guys on the Windows Ink team um Who's demonstrating it and um, he was saying that in office they're going to have like a commenting system so you can you can write and write comments. So like as myself obviously as a writer I'd love to be able to write something and give it to my editor and then they actually write notes on it for me and I can understand yeah. them and that that sounds like a pretty cool way, like a good way to get down to like digital paper eventually. Well
1: if you could just mark out edits like you would on a yeah, bit of paper edits, because sometimes yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just quicker. To print something out, scribble on it, hand yeah. it back to somebody exactly. to do that. If you actually do that, and then the yeah. computer could just actually follow those directions. Yeah, that'd be pretty I mean, impressive. They've gone a little bit of a way, haven't they? Where you can sort of scribble yeah, across scribble something it out, in Word, you could do certain things and it'll delete not, it. But yeah, but it's not clear. Pretty I you rudimentary, you, right? Yeah, you don't really know what
2: on earth you're doing with pen support in Word. It's not very. It's not very clear. So, I mean, they have a little way to go to like surface that and and, and make that. Something that's natural,
1: I guess. But I think the thought on where it's going is is probably yeah, what's more exciting than what we've been shown so far. Right? Yeah, I
2: think they they've decided now it's like it should be part of the platform. It should be available to every app. It should be available to OEMs. Um, you could even do stuff like if you've got a pen with a button on it, you can go customize that within Windows now. So you don't have to have one of them like you know really crappy driver apps or something like that. That Hogs your system for no apparent reason, um, or anything like that. It's pure in Windows now, so that's a good step as well. Mm. Um, yeah, and I, I hope to see a lot more. So they 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 have like um, almost like an action center esque um, interface that pops up when you when you tap the like a pen button or activate it from the the, the task
1: uh, taskbar Yeah, you can see all the things that are relevant, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it shows you the will... recent apps. Mm.
2: Um, it will surface store apps, which is good for developers. They you know they. Get their their app shown um, to end users who might have not have them installed, um, and then you've got like the sketchpad and the basic stuff. So it's it's very basic, but mm, mm. I'm I'm kind of excited that they're actually finally you know showing some form of investment in it. So mm. yeah, so that was yep, fun. Yeah. Um. So I think that's one of the more impressive things they showed off. But if if you're an Android user, there's an even more impressive thing. Um. So they didn't show this during the keynote. I don't know why, because I think it probably would have been fairly exciting. Um, but they're going to basically enable Android phones to send all of their notifications to Windows 10 PC. So imagine you... And this is a sort of Cortana sort of related tie-in, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So they're using they're using Cortana to handle the notifications. So you'll be able to... Imagine someone sends you a, a text on your phone, and if you've got like a, a MacBook and an iPhone at the moment, this, is, this happens already. This is, you know, that's there and it's all integrated. But... Um, Essentially, if you've got an Android phone, you get the SMS come through, it'll pop up on your Windows 10 PC, you can reply to it, and you can reply to other notifications as well. And like Developers won't need to, to buy into this, it's just automatic, as long as the end user has Cortana installed on Android. So, I mean, that's super interesting. Um, they obviously can't do this
1: on the iPhone side, because Apple Apple's have just got things locked down too much, it, right? Yep, it's all way too restrictive. Which there's some pros and cons of, of that, obviously. Yeah, yeah I understand a, it, but yeah. yeah, it's it's
2: unfortunate. So yeah, um yeah. so yeah it's Android and obviously Windows ten mobile, um, obviously supported there. And I think that's kind of that's kind of fun because I think it shows their thinking of like mobile now. Um so they didn't really mention a lot of Windows ten mobile stuff in the keynote I mean, we all kind of know it's, like, well,
1: languishing. Well, you got some extra commentary there, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I did, yeah. Terry Myerson and the head of Windows is essentially saying it wasn't their focus this year um, and that, like, if developers were targeted phone they're not really targeting Windows phones. So it's, like, yeah, it's more of a realistic... It's what everyone's kind of been saying, um, but it's kind of refreshingly and maybe too honest, perhaps, but <laughs> um, it's good to hear that it's, like, okay, so where are they going to focus? They're going to focus on getting... Your phone that you care about, the iPhone or an Android phone, and get that working really well with Windows. And I think that's a good, good way. And I think Cortana's going to be the way there. They're going to do that. So,
1: but it's like there's a little bit of sort of stealth there, and that by getting their apps and bits and pieces onto iOS and Android, yeah. you know, over time they'll reveal things that might work reasonably well on those platforms to varying degrees. Yeah. But longer term, will probably work better on, on, a, Windows on a Windows phone. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you get used to like relying
2: on Cortana, then. I guess their hope is that you might be tempted by a Windows phone then.
1: Yeah. Like that's sort of. Which is, yeah. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. Lots of noise about the um, uh, Universal Windows platform. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of noise. Yeah. And, you know, I guess that concept of if they can get the developers, you know, producing Apps, yeah, down that track. Then uh-huh. it's you know, a very small number of steps to offer them on Windows yeah, Phone. Yeah, right? I can see the strategy. Windows I think it's the it's the only
2: sort of reasonable strategy they have. Um, I can see it. I think they they definitely need to just focus on getting stuff working with the PC, like the like mobile devices working in that sort of respect. The, the mobile devices that people are actually using, and then go from there, and then see if they can build and share after that. Um, I mean, they're going about it the right way. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if there's much else in the anniversary. I mean, there's some action center changes. Um, they've got kind of like widget-like, almost toast pop-ups that are coming, which is cool. Um, some live tile tweaks. Yeah, those notifications look, look but The notifications be, uh, seem like the more the interesting. Better. Yeah. 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 Um, but sort of like, not like earth-shattering stuff. I think we were sort of expecting some interactive live tiles, um, but... No, not yet. I think they work they're working on it but it's not quite ready in there. I think they're probably figuring out a best way to implement that. Um and then that would work in a way like say you had a calculator tile, live tile, and you just do a calculation on the live tile rather mm. than mm. opening up the app. So it has its benefits, I guess. Yeah, we're that.
1: kinda limited there other than sort of replying to um SMSs and the like, right? Yeah. We'll see where they go with that. Um I think they've got some more stuff to show.
2: I think they just I think they're gonna trickle it out to like keep that, you know, hype and and
1: interest in it I guess. So. And that then uh, Holo, HoloLens, you, now you spent, uh, yeah, I spent a bit of time with HoloLens, probably a you know, couple of hours um, yep. but you got a block where you kind of got a, a whole bunch of time to fill yeah, around with luck- all sorts I was of lucky things. And
2: got, yeah so I got a, a full sort of hands on, we were allowed to film it, take photos and stuff. Um, we had about two or three hours with it I guess on the actual hands on and then we had some time to like, we looked at the deconstructed unit and stuff. Um, but yeah, in terms of the hands-on, um, it was the first first sort of time that we saw like the, the start menu running, the calibration process, all that sort of stuff. So you got the… Because it's about what, your third time with it? Yeah, this is my third time, yeah. yeah. I mean they've shown it off a few times and I think overall at The Verge we've played with it probably about five or six times now, um, just di- different reporters and stuff. But yeah, it's my third time. So I think in the January um, when they unveiled the Windows 10, all the main features last year, um, it was a dev unit, you had to carry like a computer around your neck, like a little miniature almost like a Mac Mini, kind of that sort of style computer. Yeah, yeah. Um and yeah, and it was real like crazy space age like <laughs> like you'd expect for a holographic computer, I guess, but um but it wasn't like the headset then. But the the one noticeable thing about all of it is that it felt like the field of view was better there. It felt more immersive. Um, I think just early on. Yeah, early yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, I think the one thing that always stands out in my mind when I think of hologram- um, HoloLens and the holograms and stuff was when I tried Minecraft because um, they had it set up and it was like a coffee table and you could blast food at coffee table. Yeah, and I remember taking it off and then being like thinking, oh, wait, I thought the coffee table was broken. And I was like genuinely confused for a second. Yeah, like a split second. And I was like, no, <laughs> like what? what am I thinking you know um, but it was genuinely that realistic um, so from that experience I think I went to build last year and then I was. I think I spent most of the time with the headset trying to adjust it I thought it was broken like I was calling over Microsoft employees like help me Like I can't see out of this thing properly and it was because it was just clipping and there was, the field of view was so limited compared to what, so I was like oh this is broken like, I've used this before Like this, this isn't how I was expecting it to be um, so then I was up interested really to see what the, the final dev unit is and like whether that improves things and I think it it definitely I didn't spend half the time configuring it this time it definitely mm. seems better I don't know that it's necessarily the field of views actually improved <coughs> excuse me um, but I think it's more um, that it's more comfortable to wear mm. and so you're, you're this aligned with your eyes better than perhaps it was before
1: it does seem reasonably easy to get on, and I mean, y- you saw the unit broken down—the yeah. actual, uh, you know, processing unit, the computer part of it. It's pretty small, isn't yeah, it?
2: Yeah, it's tiny, and it's shaped to the the you know the shape of the the, the headset. Um, but it has all the you know every processing unit, GPU, CPU, the HPU, the RAM, the uh, Bluetooth chipset, and the Wi-Fi chips. Like everything, is on this tiny little motherboard. Um, so yeah, it's um, they've definitely obviously compacted it down from the the real early developer units, um, but I think they've definitely done done some tweaks to the way that it sits on your head, so it's more comfortable and just like I felt like. So I used the the latest dev kit, the one that's going out to people on Tuesday, and I came away and I was like, okay, there's still field of view issues, but I didn't find them as irritating. Like they weren't. I wasn't constantly having to adjust the headset. I wasn't like aware of them as much, um, but then I used, they have a, what's it called, um, just to the left the of The Mars Destination Mars, yeah. Um, and I used it there, and I think they had a mix of old and new headsets, and I'm sure I had a, the, the old headset on, because the lenses seemed not as transparent. Um, the field of view just seemed less. Um, yeah, and I, I kept thought there.
1: I thought it was a smaller field. Of field yeah, of view. and I
2: kept having to adjust the headset, and I kept having to look up because to to avoid the clipping and stuff. It just felt. It just didn't feel the same. Um, so I guess there is. I know that when I spoke to them, they were, they wouldn't say whether there's hardware or software changes, but they were like, you know, we've been doing a lot of work to it over the past year, so mm. you, it's reasonable to expect there be more comfort and more, you know, like. A little bit easier to use, so I think mean, I've seen that this week. Um, but yeah, this, you're still. I think we, we we recorded a bunch of the holograms, that, so you can say, "Hey Cortana, record this and stuff." And um, the actual real view of what you're seeing is still not the real view, like the. the it the doesn't thing It doesn't. It doesn't clip it, does it? In, no, it doesn't that, clip it to, to your view. No. Yeah. Um, so there's still there's still that that clipping, and I think it, it's it's worse when it's a big hologram. In the room, when you have to sort of step back and
1: you're trying to view it, and it, it just spoils the illusion. It just well, there was that, the demo they did in the keynote, and yeah. I remember seeing that and just thinking, "Hold on, something this isn't right," because they were looking at this. Yeah. yeah. What was it? it was something it was, that was massive? Mm, oh, the um, like sort of yeah, uh, type thing, uh, digger, that's right, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it was massive yeah. on the on the stage in the video, but of course, you know that you can't see it quite yeah. to that sort of uh, exactly. You know, and scale. I think
2: stuff like that it spoils the illusion. Um, it doesn't seem like it's actually in the world with you. It just you just feel like you're looking at like a screen close to your eyes. Um, but whereas I tried like Conquer, um, the classic that Microsoft make a Conquer game for Hololens. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that was like a miniature version of Conquer who would just follow you around where you wherever you gazed in the room, and that felt more, like way more like oh this conker's in the room with me. Not only obviously was it jumping at objects that were actually there and it understood that sort of stuff but just for the fact that I could see it all the time.
1: Yeah that seems to suit augmented reality well yeah. doesn't it? You know yeah. where you're not seeing a rectangular, uh, you know it just being like a screen yeah. as you say, yeah. you're just seeing that thing augmented into yeah. into your actual Yeah view. It's, it's way more, it keeps the belief that it's actually in the room better. Yeah.
2: Um, but I can see the applications for it, um, especially on like construction and surgery all that sort of stuff, um, where you would want a whole entire environment, and you'd want to walk around it, which you might not necessarily be able to do with VR. Like VR is obviously way better for immersion and stuff, but you can't. I can't walk up to a wall and see what if I took this
1: wall out, what it would look like. Um, whereas you can with augmented reality. So, and a that w- yeah, that was definitely one of the things that stood out for me. And yeah. they they did that with Destination Mars, where you could sort of wander around quite a big space yeah. and. You had enough vision that you know you you yeah. were uh, reasonably unlikely to bump into other yeah. people as long as you were keeping a bit of a watch. But yeah, yeah I could you, see where that would be kind of useful um, for businesses. Yeah. So, but on the
2: I don't know how this thing's going to fare on the consumer side. Whether it even will go to consumers at least in this form, um, we we'll have to see. I guess it really going to depend on what the developers build with these apps and games. So. Mm.
1: I guess in a you know in a virtual reality type sense. They could certainly incorporate an augmented reality sort of style yeah. view by adding, you know, relevant cameras and so on, so that you could yeah, walk around, add the same sorts of sensors. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be interesting just to see how that actually how, how it it actually out. plays out because yeah. obviously field of view wise with yeah, a virtual good, reality headset, you know, just it's all encompassing. Yeah, and I um, think on to a on reasonable degree anyway. Yeah, and
2: on this, I don't. I think it's just a question of sh- sheer physics of like projecting light into your eyes and on your pupils you could only project so much before someone starts feeling dizzy and sick and it's like too much um if you're trying to obviously see the the, the world around you as well so i think it's always going to be limited um mm. it's just how developers work around that limitation i think so cool yeah that's good so it was worth coming for you yeah i think it's definitely worth coming for the the holiday and stuff that's not the sort of stuff that i can Sit back home, you know, and and just watch from afar on a, on a stream. So it's always worth going for that. I think the rest of it was pretty quiet this year, but it's always good to see everyone and see like get the real
1: sense of like what's going on, I guess, and talking to everyone and and seeing and, it. All. And what's your take on Microsoft's direction for the future? Are they, you know, are they are they on uh, it? Are they have they got their future in, yeah, I think in good, good stead? Yeah, I think it's interesting. The bot stuff was interesting from the keynote.
2: Um, how they're essentially... It's sort of chat bot type, type yeah, stuff rather than
1: physical robots, right?
2: Yeah, um, it's interesting that they, they see that as like essentially their way of... Because they, they, missed, they missed apps, they missed mobile, they missed the web, essentially. So, But they see the bots as replacements to all that sort of stuff. So, I don't know, we'll see. But... Um, Certainly, AI is definitely—it seems to be the talking point of the industry right now, um, mm. and the focus for like the future of the industry. Um, and Microsoft, obviously, trying to position themselves at the forefront of that. Um, and I think it's just more—they—they they don't want to miss the next computing revolution, um, mm. the next thing that takes over everyone's lives. Um, maybe it's bots. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I think I think they're—they're they're doing all the right things. They're making all the right moves. They're being realistic about their situation in mobile and. Um, everywhere else and I think they're they're heading in the right way for sure. They're definitely not a company that's gonna, you know, close up anytime soon. So No, no, well, so. and there were
1: I mean there were a lot of announcements overall, weren't there? Yeah. And, yeah, and it's kinda hard to drill down about, yeah. into yeah. all of those different things. Yeah, like they have um, so many businesses like
2: I think Windows is the fourth business now. Which is kind of insane when you think about it. But like, yeah. yeah they they you know they they're making
1: investments in cloud computing and um and, every, and AI and everywhere else. And yeah, it's th- interesting. And I guess that's pretty important for you know a company their sort of scale that they're they're not uh, tied up and you know yeah, just one, one or two big or one, products. Yeah, and yeah. that's it, probably part of the challenge for for Apple that you know oh probably yeah, keep sure. their, their stock price sort of volatile for yeah. a while as yeah. Yeah, you know, such a huge portion of their revenues is it's the like iPhone, sixty something percent. Yeah. yeah, and then after that it's the iPad. And yeah, yeah. you know if there ends up not being so much profitability on those, then um, yeah. Yeah, they could shrink, yeah, shrink for their, down the, the to the a, next a, a smaller company if they don't have their next thing lined up yeah. really, really well. Yep, that's um, true. Yeah. So it's gu- it'll be curious to see what happens with the cars. Obviously, we've had the uh, Tesla uh, three yep, uh, yep. launch really ha- really. happening in Los Angeles while while we're here. Yeah, um, really, yeah. It's really is that super something cheap. You,
2: you're interested in? I like my cars, yeah, um, but we we don't get the, Like we, we do get them in Europe, but obviously it's the expensive version. So. Um, but this one's like, fir- is it thirty five thousand? Thirty five thousand US. Yeah, so which is um, that's, that's pretty reasonable. It's mean, probably pretty accessible in most yeah, markets, it's like it's depending on, no they've had so on how orders. it translates, yeah. you know, tax wise and so on. Yeah, we'll see what, what happens in terms of international
1: availability. But got, what is it, seventeen and a half percent uh, VAT, VAT tax yeah. in the UK? I yeah. know oh, it's so twenty now. Oh, 20 yeah, now. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, it's been twenty for a while. Okay, yeah. well, I guess in New Zealand we should be worried that maybe we'll move up from fifteen. Yeah, to, you know, follow in the UK's on. footsteps. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I think most people would hope that that doesn't happen, but... Yeah, uh, well, yeah, for sure. Especially for cars. It's always the cars that get hit the most, so. mm. yeah. All right. Oh, that's that's uh, that's a that's another story that'll be interesting to uh, to look at when we sure. can get a bit closer. Yeah. All right. Cool. Hey, thanks very much, Tom. Yeah, no worries. Great thanks. to hang out
0: and catch up. Cheers. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us on this episode of the New Zealand Tech Podcast. Now, if you'd like to uh, follow along on social media, uh, then you can follow me, Paul Spain, on Twitter, at Paul Spain. Our guest, Tom Warren, you can track him on Twitter as well, at Tom Warren. And for more of Tom's uh, coverage of Build, uh, also his uh, breakdown uh, video where he has the, uh, the HoloLens all uh, separated out into his parts and runs through that, uh, that's a video worth watching as well. You'll find all that online at theverge.com. Hey, thanks everyone for listening, and of course you can find more great podcasts at podcasts.co.nz. Catch you next week. Goodbye. The New Zealand Tech Podcast, brought to you by Guerrilla Technology, proactive and strategic IT.